Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it happened when they got the banner. Right. Now it's gonna happen when they get the ring. So I mean, it's 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 something that's inevitable for for the maps. You so, know, it's one of those type of things. So they owe it to doing uh, any kind of presentation, right? Yeah, I mean, you could definitely say they owe it to doing any type of presentation whatsoever, and. and I don't get it. You know, I guess it's the anxiety. I don't know if it's, it's in the moment or, or what the case may be, but something's happening in, during the moment for this team where they can't get the win celebrating last right, year, I guess right. the best way I to put it. It's hard to stay focused. So do that stay. Go have a ring on your hand, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree to that. So do stay tuned for that because we will have uh, Kevin Love on as well as uh, Derek Williams also uh, from the Minnesota Temple Wolves. A good game last night. Before we get to that, let's go ahead and get into our hot topics. And, of course, you can always check us out online by going to rfsportsradio.com or by going to Twitter at uh, twitter.com slash rfsportsradio. Let's go ahead and get our show started real quick. And I want to talk a little bit about Peyton Manning. We talked about it on last show this past Tuesday. And the deal with Peyton Manning, as we discussed, was whether they're going to keep him or not. Now, they have hired a coach, they hired Chuck Pagano, which is Pagano, excuse me, with a P. He was the defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens this past season. His only year as defensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens. He's been a longtime assistant in the NFL for quite some time. He's a defensive-minded coach. He gets the coach job. So now you look at Jim Mercer as the owner. He's taking out Bill Poland as a GM. He's taking out uh, Jim Caldwell as a coach. Now has a defensive-minded coach. Has a number one pick in the draft. Does that sign of him bringing in a defensive coach really mean that that Peyton's day is a number as an Indianapolis coach? Well, uh, next year we're going to see a brand-new coach team. My understanding is uh, they're ready to clean house right now. Anytime you go 2-12, and 12, uh, you know, heads are going to roll. The only bad thing about this whole thing is it's going to play out in the public eye. Yeah. And and that's the bad thing. Everybody who's anybody knew that Peyton Manning was due this money. It was right. no secret to anybody. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we've seen this a lot in sports. Somebody's going to renege. You know, <laughs> but, it you always know, happens. It, you know? it, it's just one of those things that's so hard to kind of tell what really, what, what's the best course of action to go. This guy has brought you to the promised land, brought you a title. Right. And it's one of those situations where I feel like Peyton Manning has always been the best quarterback in the league. To me, there's no other person that gets on that field and reads the defense quite like Peyton Manning is able to do. But with a defensive coach coming in board, now I'm starting to kind of waver a little bit on whether he will come back or, or not. And, you know, I, I can understand bringing the coach on because they want to be a tougher team. Right. You know, they were very, very soft this year. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, this is the ugly part of sports. You know, this is uh, the, what, what the money's do. You know, making a decision about a player. Is he too old? Can he still play? You know, this reminds me of Joe Montana. Yeah. You know, I, I thought he would always be a mm-hmm. San Francisco 49er. Right. But uh, it was a big stink back then. You know, you were a little younger then. You might not remember that a lot. But mm-hmm. well, no, I remember that. Joe Montana going to the Kansas City He ended up going to Kansas City Chiefs right. and ended up finishing his career in right. Kansas City. Right. Uh, it, it's, I, mean, I feel bad for Peyton, you know, because of what happened to him. Right. But at the same time, I think he's due. I think I, he's, he's trying to move on. Well, not necessarily. Now, if he, I, the thing is, I don't think he's going to be a coach next year. Personally, I uh-huh. really think it's not going to happen. I, I hate to say it, unfortunately, for the coach and the fans. Right. And they have the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, yeah. You know? and that's why the talk is so right. big because the Super Bowl is right there in his backyard. You know. But if anybody in the NFL is due, it's Peyton Manning, man. The guy, you know, is, is a great player. Great. He does so much for the franchise. Uh, how can you let somebody like that go? That's I mean, the hard, hard part, man. Thing, you know? That's hard. Well, but, you, you know, know we, it, here's the thing, though. We, we discussed on Tuesday. If, if if you have plans to move on and you know that Peyton Manning has maybe three good years left on him, what better time to move on than right now? you got a new GM. you got a new head coach, a defensive-minded. you got the first pick in the new draft. This is the time if you decide to move on that you have to move on right now. Right. And, and you're absolutely right. This is. Okay, let's look at it like this. What if the Lakers got rid of Kobe Bryant? And we know it's going to come a point, mm-hmm. you know, in his career where it's going to be a turning point. Do you right. keep Kobe? Do you let him go? Do you pay him the large money? Uh-huh. Th- that's why if I was in a in any kind of sports contract, I wanted my contract loaded on the front rather than <laughs> on the back. Well, yeah, end. I think anybody you know, would. I think yeah, anybody would. Give me my money up front. And the back end, because nothing is guaranteed in right. sports, you know. Right. You could you could play a month. You could play one game and get hurt, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, give me my money up front. And it's unfortunate. And I don't think the fans, you know, you got to think about the fans, too. Yeah. And I know a lot of guys don't think about it. You know, managers don't think about that. But uh, well, how are the fans going to react? That, that's, I mean, the fans, I think, would rather have paid men to come back. You know, if you're in Indianapolis, listen to us. Give us a call, 214-699-1942. We'd like to hear from you guys, see what you guys yeah, like to yeah, say. I this is, fans have to say. This is sports talk from a fan's perspective. If I'm a coach fan, though, right. I think I'd like to have Peyton come back. I think, honestly, if I'm a coach fan, I'd like to have them both. Yeah. You know, I'd like to have Peyton come back, draft the quarterback, have him learn under Peyton. What what, what better person to learn up under? Yeah, they paid money. Exactly, and I think you know, as a fan, you you, you don't. It's not your it's not your money that you're spending. Right. All right. So it's not your twenty eight million. It's not your money you're spending. So yeah, you want to have your cake and eat it too, and have both players there. And this having that defensive minded coach come in, I think adds to more of the people believing that Payton won't be there. The the other part of it is during the press conference when they did introduce their new head coach. Jim Irsay took the liberty at the time to make comments to the effect that he didn't like some of the comments that Peyton made in the interview with the local newspaper saying that the morale in the locker room was low at times, you know. And I think Peyton was stating the obvious. I, mean, I don't think he's right. taking a shot at the team, you know, but when you go to a point where you lose so many games, your confidence, your level of, of morale is going to dip. And I think he was being honest about that. 
Well, it's just like being in a courtroom. Everybody wants to to be right. Yeah. Everybody wants people to get on their, their side. Uh, it's going to play out in the public opinion. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't like that. You know, a lot of things should be remained behind closed doors. But it's like I said, it's no secret that paid managers do this money. No secret about his injuries. But, uh, you know, you can keep him on in some other kind of capacity, man. I mean, he could be a player coach. Yeah. You know, me, yeah, we've seen that. Coach. He's a great player coach. Yeah. And, and let me tell you something, I think he's going to end up being a great coach one day if he yeah. ever decides to go into coach. I think so, too. So, you know, why not keep him on in some kind of capacity like that? You know? Yeah, just with the team right, in, just in some the, kind of way. Still with the team. He's still a phase of the franchise. You know, you, you still have your loyal coach fans. Mm-hmm. And you still have the threat that if he's a player coach that he might eventually come in the game or yeah. play or may start. Yeah, you're right. You know, so you're right. Uh, it, it, I think it's going to get ugly before it gets better. What do you think? Yeah, it's going to get real ugly. And they got until Marte to finally make a decision on that. We're going to be joined also in the first uh, first half of our show by uh, Chris Fisher, who is the host of Test Drive America. And he recently had a chance to go out to Detroit and go to the Detroit Auto Show. He's been to Meekum Car Auctions as well. He's been to the Good Guys Car Show as well. The guy knows what he's talking about on cars. Let's bring him on the show real quick. Welcome. I, I think he's one of the pet boys. He's the fourth pet boy. Is he? <laughs> Is he? He's uh, the son that he know about. He's the fourth pet boy. And I, I just want to bring, I think we may have lost him. If, if you're listening, Chris, give us a call right back, and we'll get you back on uh, the air. But he's going to talk a little bit about some of the stuff he saw at the Detroit Auto Auction. Well, let's go ahead and get him on real quick. The host of Test Drive America, Mr. Chris Fisher, welcome to the program, sir. Welcome to RF Sports Radio. How are you tonight? Very good. How about yourself? How are you guys doing? Doing really well. I know you're feeling good. Your Patriots are in the Super Bowl number one. But I do want to talk to you about uh, cars, if we can. You had a chance to go to the Detroit, Detroit Auto Show and see some of the new automobiles out there. So tell all the people listening, what can we expect? What's on the horizon? What wowed you? And, and talk a little bit about the show itself. Well, I mean, it's it's you know it's kind of, it's kind of maybe coming on as enough uh the Detroit Auto Show, but I mean, it's really the, the technical term would be the North American International Auto Show. It's basically the biggest auto show in the world, pretty much, where all the, the big manufacturers they give you a lot of cars. I mean, really, the thing now is pretty much more efficiency, more power. Um, so you'll see a lot of, of good cars coming out, things like the Ford Fusion, which is a really nice car that's been totally redesigned from the ground up. Um, that's going to be coming out, new hybrid version. So a lot of technology is always in Ford. Sync system has always been successful, pretty much, since it came out. And it can only get better. Um, you have Cadillac. Launching a new ATS. It's going to be a great model coming out this year. Uh, Escalade has been revived a little bit. Just kind of some LED for the front back lights. Uh, also a third brake light at the top. Then you have um, kind of some of the more wild vehicles. Audi had a really nice lineup. They got an all new S7 model, four door, nice four door. And uh, they also have the A5, which I know everybody's familiar with. It's now going to be available in a cabaret version, which is going to be really nice. So, you know, you can drop that top. As if they thought wasn't fixed enough, right? So the you know, another manufacturer coming out with some good stuff is uh, is definitely, I would say, Bentley. You know, Bentley, which, of course, is uh, one of your favorite cars. Absolutely. Uh, right? the, the, Bentley Cooper is my, the Bentley Coupe is my favorite. 
car. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that Continental. Cost, no, so they have a new being no object, the Bentley Coupe is, is, is the car I would like to have, yes. Oh, yeah. The Bentley Coupe has been totally kind of revived, actually. They got a... Normally it's available in the V12 version. It's now available in the V6. Mm-hmm. I mean, not V6, I'm sorry, but the V8 model, which is, uh, they're taking about 400 pounds off the car, so it definitely handles a lot more agile, a lot more upgrade. They blacked out the front grille, front fascia, and they've got, um, it's, it's about, it's a little bit slow. I mean, the V12 was roughly about 4.2 seconds, 0 to 60. This was about 4.6 roughly, so it's a little bit slower, but, a lot more fun to drive. I mean, 400 pounds off the car. I mean, you can imagine the handling in that thing. You know, so it's, it's definitely a nice automobile. I mean, the, the weight ratio is almost perfect. The weight ratio is 49 in the front to 51 in the back, which is, I mean, pretty much almost as perfect as you're going to get as far as car, you know, weight ratio from front to rear. And uh, the SL was another model, too, that kind of blew my mind. Talking with some of the guys at Benz and seeing some of the things they did with that model. They've integrated things like um, a lot of aluminum parts, uh, lighting up the car. They're taking about 400 pounds off the car. They bumped up the uh, horsepower from 385 last year, bumped it up to about 425, I think. And uh, they've integrated things like the speakers into the frame, so that way you get more sound dynamics from the speakers while you're riding in the car. It's got more butt room, more leg room, more head room. Uh, they got great features like if you have the car, if you have a key in your pocket and you walk up to the back of the car, you wave your foot under the bottom of the vehicle and it'll let the top up or let the trunk open wow. different options that you can do. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. A lot of technology, a lot of good stuff coming right. out. So, right. I'm excited. And Chris, I have a question for you. Which was more appealing? Was it the cars or the models? Uh, I would probably have to say both. Lincoln, Lincoln had a great, Mixture of both. <laughs> I would definitely have to say, anybody that went by the Lincoln, pretty much the Lincoln area, knows what I'm talking about. You are not disappointed in Lincoln. And, and, and we should we should say that, of course, um, you cover a lot of the cars, the car shows, things of that nature. But you're also coming up this new NASCAR season, going to be working with NASCAR, NASCAR and covering, covering that as well, too, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely looking forward to that. That's going to be in April. Uh, actually, we're going to go back out to uh, Texas Motor Speedway. Should be out to Texas Motor Speedway quite a bit this year, actually, because uh, we got the, another good guy's uh, Long Star National Car Show going on in March, I believe, and then April they crank up with the uh, the NASCAR, which I mean that's always going to be exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty uh, Chris, much what can we expect, so excited uh, to go coming from Test Drive America in the future. Uh, well, pretty much just you know basically. You know, any event that's going on that definitely needs to be covered, you know, we're going to definitely cover it for you. Uh, keep you posted with, you know, news as far as autos and just, you know, anything auto. I mean, uh, how-to videos, if you're looking to do anything from your car, we have how-to videos online. We have videos about new cars. We're going to get into maybe uh, test riding some new lineups and uh, definitely just, you know, keep aware of anything auto. I mean, Hey, just keep watching. You know, you never know. You might see us on cable for the end of this year. You never know. All right. So if you want to check that out, uh, the footage of the Detroit or North American International Car Show, as I've been cor- uh, corrected on, make sure you go to youtube.com slash testdriveamerica or testdriveamericatv.net uh, to look that up. And also follow dot me on com, Twitter. Dot dot com. Com, I'm sorry. Test Drive TV, Test Drive America TV dot com or follow him on Twitter at twitter dot com slash test drive A M E R. 
And I just have one thing to say to you, Chris. Broom, broom. So, <laughs> we're going to take you back on the show, Oh, uh, well, it turns out to be a good year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, Patriots win the Super Bowl. Hey, no telling what touchdown American can be the end of this year. It's a great year so far, so. Yeah, and speaking of the Patriots, let's take, a, let's, let's take a quick break. Thank you for joining, for joining us, Chris. Let's take a quick break. When we come back from the break, we'll get into this Patriots story that's starting to spread around. Did the Patriots get caught cheating again? Not again. Let's find out when we come back. Also, don't forget Kevin Love and Derek Williams will be on the show as well. You're listening to the RF Sports Radio Show live on DeepEndMedia.net. You're listening to the RF Sports Show. RF Sports Show live and on DeepEndMedia. Happy Holidays from DeepEndMedia. I got up this morning late again, rushing, trying to get to the station. Didn't have time to fix coffee or breakfast or even grab a lunch. And I jumped in my car and realized, ah, I don't even have gas. I stopped by the Texaco in DeSoto on Hampton and Pleasant Run, walked in, and immediately thought this can't be a gas station. And I was right. It was Maryland's Fine Foods. The, the friendly staff there was able to give me a fresh-made breakfast from scratch, also a gourmet box lunch, and not to mention a tank of gas, too. I got to work and had an awesome day and then thought my family would love to have a break from fast food, so I went online to Maryland's Fine Foods and placed an order for my entire family. And you know what? When I got to the soda, it was hot and ready for me to pick up on my way in. Trust me, guys, you got to try Maryland's Fine Foods, located in DeSoto at Hampton Road and Pleasant Run. Give them a call at 972-274-1070. That's 972-274-1070. Or try them online at marylandsfinefoods.com. Are you ready for kids who eat healthy? Good nutrition can lead to great things. To find out how a healthy lifestyle can help your child succeed, go to mypyramid.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the Ad Council and USDA. The odds of a young girl being discovered by an industry insider while singing to herself pumping gas? One in 300 million. The odds of the daughter of a clergyman from Severn, Maryland, spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of selling over 40 million records? 1 in 800,000. The odds of this musician and performer having a child diagnosed with autism? 1 in 110. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at autismspeaks.org. Early diagnosis can make a lifetime of difference. Autism Speaks. Time and listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks in the Ad Council. Breaking down sports on the breakdown. And I'm just gonna come out and say it, man. Um, San Francisco is lousy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, they are terrible. I mean, if you're gonna tell me that prior to this game, if I said this to you, DG, prior to this game, hey, man, uh, Vernon Davis, he's gonna catch one pass. Uh, Frank Gore, he's gonna average about two yards a clip. You just thought Cowboys win this one going away. Instead, they had to make up a two-touchdown deficit. Okay, uh, they had to deal with an injury to their starting and controversial quarterback. 
Anthony Romo. And in a typical San Francisco 49er fashion, the cornerback covering Miles Austin falls down. And Austin takes off and goes 58 yards, I believe it was. And that changed everything. This is Breakdown Cutting Edge Sports Talk. Heard only on D-Band Radio. This is Media Network. DBMedia.net. Call us right now. 214-699-1942. Interactive on the DBMedia Network. Sports Show. Talking sports from a fan's perspective. This is Media Network. Welcome back, everyone, to the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Rock Fisher. Also, my co-host, Royce Fisher, is on the line on, on with us as well. We just got off the line with Chris Fisher, the host of Test Drive America. Make sure you go to YouTube.com/slash Test Drive America or go to their website online at TestDriveAmericaTV.com. Make sure you give us a call, 214-699-1942. We're going to talk a little bit about more football topics. And, of course, later on in the show, we'll hear from Kevin Love and also Derek Williams of the Minnesota Timberwolves, the young and -and up-and-coming Minnesota Timberwolves. Let's talk a little bit about football, as I mentioned before. Let's talk about the Patriots, as I alluded to before we went to break. Did the Patriots get caught cheating again is the question. (laughs) This all kind of started on ESPN's first take with Skip Bayless and Terrell Suggs, who's been having a nice war words, let's just say, back and forth between each other about Tim Tebow's how it started. Then it grew into can he be able to stop the Patriots and go on to the uh, Super Bowl. During that particular interview, Terrell Suggs alluded to that maybe there was some type of confusion on the sidelines of the Ravens where they didn't know exactly what the down was for the kick. They know if it was third down, fourth down, second down. They know how much time they had left. They had the rush to kicker out there, Billy Cundiff, who ended up missing or shanking that field goal. Well, come to find out, some other players have made comments saying that, you know what, for the last three plays, the scoreboard had the wrong downs on there. The scoreboard had something different. The line guy had something different. And they may have even not had the correct timeouts listed on the scoreboard as well. Now, now before I say it any further, it always going to go back to the coach. The coach should know how many timeouts he has, what down he's in, that I truly understand. But we all know one thing about the Patriots, okay? They're going to take every competitive advantage that they can take, every one of them. Well, and they're always going to be tainted by the fact of Spygate and what happened. Rodney, who who wouldn't take advantage if things were going in your favor? If I'm in a close game like this, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna alert the other team or the referees if that's wrong. But at the same time, every team I know of has somebody that keeps up with those statistics. That you should have a right hand man, uh, uh, Friday, a uh, man Friday, <laughs> to let you know about all this kind of stuff, you know, and and uh, challenge it if you, if you're wrong. You know you're wrong, but you should you should challenge it. Yeah, and and that's and that's the whole thing is like, 
that you should have someone on the sideline that does it, right? You should have someone that does it, but at the same time, you know, me and you have been we've called games before, right. okay? And in the NFL, I know it's a lot different than what we've done. You still should have the downs correct on the scoreboard. Yeah, I, you know. I agree with that. That was officiating fault. But, you know, at the same time, if it comes to that and you don't have any timeout left, the oldest trick in any sport is to have somebody play hurt. You can buy time. Yeah, right, right. There you go. The exactly. So there are all kind of tricks to the game that we don't even talk about on there uh, uh, that's yeah. happened in football. But, you know, you have a player going down and faking injuries. But, you know, I, I I would do that if I didn't have any time out left. Listen, 23, when you go back, you know, fall down, you're hurt. Right. You're going to get a time out on that. Right. You're going to have time to get your guys together. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing they can do about that. But it's unfortunate that it happened. We've seen it happen before. But I, I've been at a Mavs game where they didn't change the score uh, or the timeout yeah. wasn't right. And right. that stuff does happen. I, I'm not going to put that all on the Patriots. I'm going to put that on the pitchers. But it's uh, spill milk. It's too late. You know, it's over and done with. But uh, but here's the thing, though. Here's, here's the thing, and, and, and you're absolutely correct. Before everyone starts calling in, right? you know, okay. and again, 214-699-1942. But everybody knows that I'm, I'm not a huge Patriot fan. I'm not a Patriot fan, let's be honest. But, you know, it, it is on the coach to know what position are they in, what what is the downs, what's the time as. It's on the coach to know that. Like you said, right. player could have played hurt, whatever could have happened. But even though, even the fact that this is a topic being discussed, not just by us, but by other radio stations across the country, also, of course, in Baltimore is a huge topic as well, naturally so. But doesn't it? Speak to the fact of what happened during that Spygate during those years when they were called cheating, the fact that now this is even becoming an issue or a story. Well, there's going to always be some mystery surrounded by the Patriots because they're a team that most people love to hate. And uh, say what you will about them. Uh, you know, people don't like them because they're dominant. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm kind of excited to see a rematch. Uh, between them and uh, uh, the New York Giants because mm-hmm. we saw the same thing in basketball. Yeah. It was a rematch, and, and actually the Rangers repeated and went back to the Super Bowl. So you see the same teams dominate. All I have to say to these other guys, y'all need to catch up. Let's take a call real quick, 5269. You're live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Talking about the Patriots, did, are the, did the Patriots get caught cheating, and why is this even a story? Is it has something to do with the spy gate? Your comment. I, don't, I haven't heard anything about this story of, of, of this cheating scandal. But you have to, you have to relay this again. Well, what is this you, you hear going through the I mean, you can't hear everything. You can't believe everything you hear, buddy. Well, what, what my question is, and and my question to you: Are you a Patriots fan? First of all. Yeah. But let me ask you as a Patriots fan, the fact that even people uh, people kind of link cheating with the Patriots, does it bother you, number one, and is it justified, number two? Well, I mean, you, you apparently yourself have called them a, a cheater plenty of times. You just called them a cheater last week before the game. Or did you not? Yeah, yes, I did. And, and, I, and they did get caught cheating, although... 
the tapes have been burned for whatever reason, but who knows what's on those tapes. I, I even saw a player make a comment today. Uh, Hugh Douglas, who's on first take as well, said that even he thought something was wrong in the, in the Super Bowl game that he played as a Philadelphia Eagle, just the way that they knew exactly everything that they were doing, and it didn't happen until the second half. Since then, no one has seen whatever tapes that Bill Belichick has put together with his staff. The NFL burned those tapes for whatever reason. And, and anytime the Patriots do anything, it's going to be some type of controversy about cheating around there, Royce, and it's got something to do with what happened in the past. Well, you know, Ronnie, certain teams just have a label. Yeah, the Yankees, number one, you know, that's one team that's been accused of a lot of stuff. The Lakers, uh, Mark Cuban. True. Uh, Jerry Jones. And Kraft family just happened to be one of those two. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, the Rooney family uh, with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. You remember? And it's just some teams and some organizations are going to always be linked to some. I don't know if it's because they're dominant in the sport or yeah. because people just don't like them. But, uh, you know, we saw it happen with Mark Cuban. He was, he was vocal for a while, remember? He was yeah. a referee. Everybody said he tried to do this, tried to make, and Jerry Jones tried to make changes with the NFL. And it's going to happen. It's never going to stop. There's always going to be accusations of them cheating. But does it? But does it? But does never going to leave, just like the, the, the Penn State scandal will right. never go away. But does it taint the Super Bowl wins? No. No, I don't think it does. You don't think that does? You don't no. think it's no, no, there's no reason to put any on, kind of asterisk? And no. anything that happened in the Super Bowl. You know, I could say that about San Antonio, <laughs> too, that little short season they had. But having said that, uh, that doesn't take away from the game. The game is still played on the field. I don't care whatever happens. It's played between 11 guys on offense, 11 guys on defense. And the outcome is always determined about the scoreboard. Not the it's, it's, just, it's just the only not people the like yourself, right, that, that can't let it go, man. Well, in my opinion... In full disclosure, I think it taints what they've done because I think it does. I think you got. I think it just. If it wasn't a big deal, why would they burn the tapes? If it wasn't a big deal, why would they burn the tapes? Every time that they win. If it wasn't a big deal, why not burn the tapes? Every time they I'm win. I'm just saying that every time so, they go so, to the Super Bowl, so the tapes being destroyed makes them a big the deal. Okay, yeah, well you can say the same thing about bad calls. Yeah, you know, of course. We've seen yeah. bad calls. Determine games. You know, do you harp on it or do you let it go and you move? You got to let it go, man. I've seen calls that cause people championships. You and I both seen Mm -hmm. that. But the referees got it wrong. They can't go back and reverse none of that. What's done has been done. And the tapes have been burned. I think they should have been kept. Yeah, and you and everybody else that feels that way, they have plenty of strength. They're going to always be accused. They're going to always be labeled as cheating, yeah. just like the Penn State scandal. There's nothing you can do about that. I, I know you're not a Patriot fan. Yeah, nah, okay. Well, am I letting my Patriot hatred get the best of me? Yes, you are. Yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Really, you are. It's sad, man. I mean, you know, you would think out of sports, you wouldn't be so biased. They earned it. Yeah. Well, Carl, we thank you for calling in. Patriot fan, thank you for calling in. Of course, we'll be talking to Patriot fan a lot more in the coming weeks. Tom Brady show. <laughs> we'll be trying to page your fan a lot more in the coming weeks. Again, 214-699-1942. It is Sports Talk from a fan's perspective. Let's jump into, you mentioned Penn State. Let's talk about that real quick if yeah. we can. 
They did go ahead and have the ceremony for Joe Paterno today. It lasted about two and a half hours. They had about 12,000 people right. showed up. A lot of guest speakers uh, during that. And one of the speakers for that was Phil Knight, the CEO from Nike, who was there, who took the time during his, doing what he had to say, saying what he had to say, took the time to go ahead and go after some of the regents or the brass of Penn State. His quote was, and uh, I quote, this, is, this much is clear to me. If there is a villain in this tragedy, it lies in the investigation and not in Joe Paterno's response. Basically, you could look at that in several different ways. He was basically trying to say that, you know, they didn't do their due diligence to investigate the matter. Joe Pa's response was not the biggest issue here. Now, again, in all due respect to the Paterno family, we had a chance to meet some of them during the Ticket City Bowl. But at the same time, before this happened, we were pretty hard on Joe Paterno. Yeah, and the way he handled that situation. Do you feel like we should re-examine I, what he, what, how, the way he handled that situation? I, I, I can agree with that statement because the two couples that are really involved in this are have been charged. You know, they they didn't do anything. He did speak up. You know, we talked about this the other day. I gave Joe a pass on this one. I, I really did. It's un- <clears throat> excuse me. It's unfortunate that it happened, but. uh there's only certain things that a person can do. It's it's up to the investigators, it's up to the lawyers, it's up to the judges, it's up to the system to uh, go after these kind of people. And like I said, the investigation, you know, a, a prosecutor had this thing two years ago. Right. And he let it get away. Yeah. You know, if something could, this could came out two years, maybe even further back than that. We don't know how far to go to the trial stuff. Right. But I, I did give Joe a pass. Uh, because of his greatness, you can't never take that away from him. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It kind of helped like that. I think it was heavy on his heart. Yeah. You know, that really had to do, and his health was bad. But, uh, you know, I gave Joe a pass on this one. But uh, everybody has an opinion about this. But you think that was the right time to really come out it with wasn't the right time to say that, it. That's my thing. I don't think that was yeah. the right time yeah. to take yeah. a you know, stand on on a scandal that big, you know, during the guy's, during his funeral. I don't, I don't think it was the right time to take a, take a shot like that. And nobody had control of what they were going to say. I wouldn't, you know, somebody could have got out there and yelled out anything. You just don't have control of what people say. He, he should have kept his opinion to himself. It wasn't the time or the place. He could have made a comment after the funeral, you know, or yeah. something or before uh, uh, today. You yeah. Know, but that, like you said, it wasn't the right time to do that. But uh, to me, Joe will always be great. I'm going to remember him as a great coach, uh-huh. and that's it. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, you got to be careful what you wish for in the world of sports. Bill Knight is the CEO of Nike, all right? And it's, gonna, it's a lot of people up in arms about Joe Paterno, Penn State, right. what happened there. You got kids involved. And you take a time in a place like that, on a platform like that, on ESPN, on in front of 12,000 people to take a stand like that and try to put some kind of, uh, try to clear Joe Paul in any kind of way from a scandal like that. You can face backlash yes, from other organizations. And, and and he has to be mindful that, yeah, you're, you're Phil Knight, but you're also the CEO of Nike as well, too. And people may look at what he said, and I would not be surprised if there's some type of group that comes out with a statement tomorrow or in the next couple of days, and try to put some kind of boycott on Nike. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. 
Well, you know, for making those type of comments. Well, you know, you're probably right, and I don't think it'll be a big thing because uh, they're kind of like Enron. It's, Nike's too big to fail. <laughs> well, we know that. <laughs> we, we know, know that. that. I'm just saying but, uh, you don't want to. You like don't want to take that type that, of hit, though. It, it, it wasn't about Penn State. It was about Joe. And right. that was the time you shouldn't have brought up anything about Penn State except the reference he was a coach there. I mean, he was the but only the, person that stood right. up there and referenced that. But the day was about Joe channel. Paterno. It wasn't about Penn State. And they, they should have left it at that. And uh, hopefully nobody has, you know, nothing comes out of that. But like I said, you can't control people and their opinions and, and they, they'll state what they're going to say. But uh, I, I think it was more about Joe and not about Penn State. Moving on to another topic, a little bit more happier note, and that was that the Detroit Tigers had introduced their new $214 million man, Prince Fielder, to the Detroit Tigers fan base. Talked to him a little bit. He, he made some great comments about coming on board. I mean, it's really not that much to say. You got paid $214 million. Well, listen, <laughs> it's not that Ron, much to say. You know, Ron, who wants to – I really don't want to see to see him. He's not Albert Pujols. Well, no, now here's the deal. His numbers are right there with. I understand. No one's hit as many home runs on average that he has in the, in the, since he's been in the league for that period of time. Anyway, that, that's true. But I personally, and I talked to a lot of other people, think that that was really over the top. No, oh, it was definitely over the top. He, and he's great at baseball. Is is really out of control. And I don't want to hear anything about baseball. Don't have any money. Yeah. So that we know that's not true. Now, uh, yeah, anything about baseball. Here's, here's what I want to ask you, though, because you brought up a great point, and I don't think we really expanded upon it last show, and that's that if you look at what's happened in right. baseball, they got it right. Yeah, when, they got when, it right. When they had the lockout and they missed some time, they came back, they got it right. If, if you look at it like this, there have been four deals in the Major League Baseball over $200 million for players, right, correct? Right, Two of them have been for the same guy. Alex Rodriguez right. has both of them, right. okay? But ne- it, that happens once every blue moon, once every few right. years, as right. a player that gets over 200, 200 plus. Right. This season and off season, you've seen two oh, players yeah. Oh, yeah. get oh, yeah. 200 plus contracts. And there may be two, more to come. Two players get right. 200 plus contracts right. in the same off season. Baseball that doesn't, that right. doesn't happen anywhere else. Right. No, it that doesn't happen anywhere else. You got the basketball players taking less money. Right. You have the hockey players taking less money. Right. You got the football players taking less money. They got the rookie salary right. cap, all this other stuff going on. Baseball got it right in terms of their players. They had a they had a new contract negotiation right. that nobody heard about. Right. It was silent. It was nothing was nothing was said about it. There was no arguments. There was no press conferences. They got the deal done behind closed doors, and now players are making $200 million on contracts. You know, one thing about baseball, they didn't fold like these other guys either. You know, they missed time in the past, but they learned from that time in the past. You know, I think basketball, I think these guys folded. Yeah, they folded. I really do. They could have held out, and no season they would have had more bargaining power, I do believe, because... Uh, the player, uh, the owners, and the commissioner just tried to get anything out there on the table just yeah. to get a basketball right, season done. Right. And we saw that football players the same thing. But uh, and and here they are giving these guys two hundred, giving this guy two hundred fourteen million dollars. Right. They don't want to get paid man at twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're still him. <laughs> That's a good you know, point. 
So that's they don't want to get paid twenty eight. They, they are give they are giving away two hundred and fourteen. Yeah, and they are getting over twenty eight. Yeah, you know. So they, uh, they, baseball did get it right. Uh, sorry, football. But sorry, guys. Uh, you should, you guys. <laughs> yeah, you get it right, and they make good money. Trust me, they do make good money. But well, you know, you, baseball you, is a much. Guys play a lot longer in baseball. You brought up another good point. You said it's going to happen to more players, and I think you're absolutely right. And one of those players is right in our backyard. That's Josh Hamilton, who the Rangers, and we got to talk Rangers baseball. So, Rangers, if you're listening, we do talk Rangers baseball. Right. Right. Okay, so give us some credentials. We do right. talk Rangers yeah, baseball. Yes, too. Love the Rangers. So with Josh Hamilton's situation, they were going out to Princefield. I thought they could get him signed. Of course, you Darvish was their main go-to, get, get the pitcher signed. But now you face a situation with Josh coming up on his last year of a contract. You want to get a deal done. Don't want him to walk away. If if you're Josh Hamilton and your numbers are on par with Pujols, your numbers are on par with Prince Fielder, you watch both of these guys who are a little younger. I mean, right. Prince Fielder is a little younger than Josh, right. but Albert Pujols and Josh are about the same age. You, if you're looking at that, you're Josh Hamilton. Uh, aren't you looking to get two hundred plus million too? And Josh can do that money too. I, I, but the I Rangers are not going to. I don't think the Rangers can do that. Though. I'm going to say this statement, and you tell me if it holds true or not later on down or not. I think the Rangers have plenty of money. Oh, they yeah, yeah I really right. do. Now whether they the new TV Josh, contract helps out a lot. The hundred fifty yeah, million a year for the TV contract right. helps out a whole right. lot. And 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 say what you will, uh, they're not too spending. And yeah. I guarantee you, it's printing money in the Ranger ballpark to be spent. And uh, you know what's so funny about baseball? It, it it keeps going higher and higher. Yeah. And the bar, you know, think is is at a certain level and it gets higher. And these guys are just they have to be elated. Yeah. So, you know, to see him get two hundred fourteen million dollars, that makes me think that I can get two hundred. And seventeen million, you know right, what I mean? Right. I could get two fifty two. Yeah, two fifty two. And two fifty two could go up to two sixty two. Right, so right. you know, the bar keeps going higher and higher where in other sports the bar is raised to a certain level and it really doesn't get you know But doesn't but doesn't the fact that Josh Hamilton he struggled with demons before in the past. We all nobody's documented, you know, struggled with right. drug addiction at times. The fact that he can't keep more than twenty dollars in his pocket, the fact that he has to have someone follow him to practice, follow him home, which 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 don't get me wrong, he's thing. done he's done a great job of doing it. He he hasn't slipped up, he's done a great job, had one lapse at one time. But other than that he he's doing just fine. But his he 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 his body's deteriorating and he attributes that a lot to some of the drug he used before in the past. But he plays so hard, you know. Yeah. The, the time he's missed, he's missed about a fourth of the games every season. But right. last year he missed missed games because he slid in the home base, base right. first, right. and broke a arm, right. playing too hard. The season before that, he missed a bunch of games because he jumped into a wall trying to catch a fly ball. Yeah. The guy plays so hard, so reckless. And he's that a fan he, favorite. They love him. He's that. gonna get hurt. He's gonna play hurt a lot of times. He can't see in the daytime. Right. You can't see in the daytime. Only hit balls at night. So I mean, with that said, if you're if you're the Texas Rangers front office, who honestly done a great job with this team, to go back, go to two different World Series from where they come from is is a great job right. that they've done. And with it, with so I trust too. them. I trust them. I really right. do. I trust them. If they don't sign them, I, I I figure they had a good reason why. But do you give a guy like that two hundred plus million dollars? Do you sign him for nine years? 
I mean, he is Mr. Ranger at this point. Yes, he is. You know, but at the same time, do you do that type of deal? With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.